Welcome back to Inspire with Mel. This day we'll have another spectacular guest that we're going to talk about Grace. Everyone, let's welcome her again, Miss Rina. I'm sorry. If I could just go back in time, I would choose to go back in a moment where I left you there. If I didn't leave you in that horrible place and bring you with me that night, maybe, just maybe, you're still alive. But I was so impulsive. My impulsive decision and action lead you into this, lead you into suffering and bad health. I blamed myself for that. And I'm going to carry that regret for the rest of my life. I am very sorry. My heart aches every time your face keeps flashing on my mind when I got you out of there the next day and you were so tired and have no energy anymore. Unlike yesterday that we've been together, you were still strong and can still jump off the lounge bench. I want you to know that I deeply regretted. I was so worried overnight and badly wanting to break in and get you out of that place. But no, I, I can't do it. That is not honoring to God, I know. That is why I gathered all of my strength and waited for the next day to get you out immediately. It hurts me so bad because your face at that time was showing no good news at all. It's like your eyes are telling me something. A pain, I guess, you started feeling inside. The virus slowly killing your inside body. You become weak. You started pouring blood like the first demonstration of a girl. And you, you, you secretly vomited blood in a certain area of our room because you still want to keep our hopes up and don't want to see us crying. I was so moved with your heart, with your character. How can you still think of us and do not want us to see you in paint? How can you be still so selfless? Every time you look at us, we try to smile at you because we don't want you to feel that we're, be we're giving up already. You fight back and we wanted to support you. We're always fighting for you. And the most painful part is seeing you took your last breath four minutes before 5 a.m. hits. I'm sorry. Words that it's on repeat in my mouth. Please know that I mean it. I mean those words that I said. I'm sorry that I wasn't thinking straight at that time. I just want to pay the medication bill so that we could go home already. And you can have your rest. I'm sorry for our lapses or shortcomings that lead you to suffer into this. I'm very sorry that we let worries and fears get into us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I hope you forgive us. I hope and pray that you forgive our shortcomings. Now I can only go back to our memories that we've shared. I miss you so much, our fur baby Murphy. Please know that I love you. We love you and we care for you so much. It's just that we're not in control of the situations. We need to submit everything to God's sovereign will. Each of us have our own painful biggest regrets. As for me so far, this is the painful one. 
how many times I struggled, locked myself in a room, and cried out to God in anguished prayer over this heartbreaking regret I've been. Really wish we could have traveled back in time to undo our mistakes. But sad reality, time machine doesn't exist and never will. We all have to live with it. We all have to live with those regrets. Because living without regrets is a fantasy. Knowing that we don't always make right decisions. We are wretched and sinful. That everything within us is totally depraved. There's nothing good within us unless God, by grace through faith in Christ Jesus, will make us right before Him. So, where do we find hope and rest in our regrets? I reflected and quoted from one of the articles of Desiring God about regrets, saying, If our faith is in Jesus, we don't need a time machine or an undo button. The gospel of Christ grants us freedom from the condemnation that still haunts us daily. Romans 8.1 The gospel is so powerful that it doesn't have to undo our past sins. Instead, it redeems them and turns them around for our good and for God's glory. Paul is a great example of how the good news affects our past mistakes and sins. He was a persecutor of Christians and participated in the stoning of Stephen. Yet, God worked powerfully in his life. Paul puts it this way in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 15-16. to 16. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were, be, who were to believe in him for eternal life. And God used Paul's status as a murdering persecutor to display his perfect patience. Did Paul regret his former actions as a persecutor murdering innocent Christians? Absolutely. Yet, he recognizes that the gospel is so powerful and God's grace so deep that the actions of the worst sinners can be redeemed for good. And thanks be to God that we do not need a time machine, Romans 7.25. As Christians, Jesus died for our past, present, and future sins. We can shed tears over how we've sinned against God and still have daily peace. We know that we serve a God who is able to use the worst things that we've done to bring glory to His name and to teach us more about His gracious and patient character. We come to a deeper understanding of what Paul meant when he said, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Grace. God rules and cherishes each one of us. God loves you and His grace is sufficient for us. This has been Inspire with Mel.